This is perfect. This works. Thank you. This too. See this? Actually, this might be perfect. I'd like to see them on you. You don't want to try them on? I... You know her, I, I can't. But you want to? Sure, I mean, you if you could keep your mouth shut, maybe. But you totally dicked me over the last time I did it. Try on the shoes, at least. I'll get them. They're the same size. She won't have to send them back. Okay, Vincent. Mm -hmm. You have to promise me. Not one word. Not one word. My lips are set. Today, we're talking about the personal shopper. Okay, whoa, I came in with an accent. Okay, he's getting the wiggles out. We're talking about personal shopper. The Kristen Stewart, my girl. Oh, well, I said that's not my girl. I don't own that's That's disrespectful and borderline. Um, Behavior. I'm. That's. I'm. Can, I'm canceling myself because I said that. That's. Just, I can't believe. It. I'm embarrassed. Embarrassed. I'm gonna. Actually, this is the last episode of the podcast. I'm sorry. Personal Shopper is directed by, written and directed by Olivier. Olivier Asayas. Now, do I know who this person is? Uh no, I don't know. This, I have no idea who this person is. Um, he's a French director. Uh, who has. A filmography as long as the day is uh, night is 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 long. So it's a long it's a long uh, long filmography. Uh, one. I'm gonna see future films. One, two. I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna count these. Most of these are French films. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Documentary, 12, count that, okay, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, and he's filming, he's, he's 20, that could be, I could even be wrong about that, uh, but, um, yeah, so these are primarily French films, but this personal shopper film is, uh, in English, but it is a it is an international production. It takes place in mostly in Paris, uh, but then some some other some other international cities as well. I made a decision after upon watching this, and I like this film. I did. I did, I did like this film. It was something I had been on my. I, I I thought it was. I was a bit underwhelmed. I, I went in thinking that I was going to be uncovering some sort of like master filmmaker at work, and this was sort of this underground uh, foreign filmmaker I wasn't familiar with, and I was going to you know open my entry point to to that world. And I'm not saying that I don't want to go back and and start. I haven't I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen any of this guy's pictures um, before this one. But uh, so I'm not saying that. I think this was definitely. This this movie is very good. Like I don't want. I'm not trying to stress that. I guess my expectations were too high, which is always a bad thing. You know, if you go in, if you go in super high with an expectation, 
um, you know, you, you're going to have problems, I think. Uh, so I'm just trying to get my bearings straight here. Um, so he had worked with Kristen Stewart before. I, I'm just trying to think. I, I just wanted to see if this is his first English language film. And this, this isn't a, a, totally in English, but it's for the most part, it's an English language film. Uh, there are some subtitles, some of the characters. But um, I'm just trying to get a feel for this. Okay, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go into cry. I'm not gonna go crazy. This film had a budget of one million dollars and it made two point seven million dollars, so it was a relative success. Uh, I don't know why I always when I'm on Wikipedia, I would my I always I always say that, but uh, like who cares about that? It's an eighty percent. It's funny because eighty percent. That's sort of like what I feel like this movie deserves. I, I kind of feel like it's a low eight, high seven on the score, and. Um, yeah, I think it's it's definitely a a low eight. Um, I'm gonna give it actually. I'll, I'll just I'll talk a bit a bit about, a bit about more about the film, um, but also I wanted to just I'm gonna give it an eight point zero two eight. But I want to talk a little bit about the podcast in general as well because I'm kind of going back to a more traditional. I've decided after many sleepless nights to. The 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 uh, two for one episodes that I had been doing was sort of like I, I don't know why I was trying to jam pack too much. I think it's more there's more immediacy if the episodes are just what they used to be, which is maybe there maybe a review is only ten minutes long and that's the whole episode. Uh, so it's you know I I don't know how many people want to hear an Eraserhead, Gotti double feature movie review. I can't imagine there's that that Venn diagram even exists at all. Maybe I'm maybe I, it's naive for me to to think that it, that it would or it could, um, but yeah. And the other thing I wanted to mention is I am going to be watching um, the Alejandro Jarosky, uh filmography, which I've mentioned before, and of which I I didn't quite finish Fando and Lise or Fando Elise, the first 1968 black and white film of his, which is oh boy. Lot going on there, so that'll be the, that'll be up uh, next. I also I've been watching a lot of movies lately, so the I, the I also have to. I last night I watched uh, Velvet Buzzsaw, the Netflix film. So that's exciting for everyone involved because that's that, that. I also have a lot to say about that one, so I'm trying to maybe do that today as well. We are. I am recording this on Friday, the twenty second day of. 29th of February 2019. But let's talk a little bit more personal shopper. What is personal shopper? You might be adding. You might be saying, "Well, we're five minutes into this, six minutes into this recording, and this dude hasn't even talked to me. Like, what? Did, what do we got here? What are we working with?" I had a tuna sandwich, so I'm feeling very little. I'm feeling very like reclamped a little bit today. So I'm sorry about that. Uh, and I'm like, don't I? I'm I'm like. Not the right caffeinate. Ca- I'm like too caffeinated, but not caffeinated enough. If that makes sense, I'm sort of in like this weird, like I feel jittery, but also tired. It's, it's a great feeling. Usually, I feel like this when I'm hungover. I feel like, but I don't know why. I'm, I didn't drink at all last couple this week. So. Um. So here we got 2017 personal shopper. This is 2017 supernatural psychological thriller. Whoa, that's a three. It's a threefer. 
Uh, like I said, written and directed by Olivier Assayas, and apparently he wrote this in mind with Kristen Stewart because they had worked on a movie before. He plays a young American woman in Paris and works as a personal shopper for a celebrity. Uh, I think more we won't, this person is not really introduced as a character. It isn't so much as more of an idea uh, in the world of Kristen Stewart's character. She's, she's, she has one scene, and then she's killed. But uh, she's... I guess she's more like a, it's a celebrity here, but it's more like she's like a supermodel. Like, you know, she's high end fashion world type of person. And so Kristen Stewart is apparently like her same size. So she goes in and uh, she's not like allowed to try on the clothing of this, this celebrity. But I guess like the people who make the clothes, like who make uh, the jewelry and stuff, like she just goes around basically Paris and, and shops for her every day. <laughs> and like the super high end, like clothing accessories and uh jewelry and, and whatnot and that's sort of her job and but really the real reason she's in paris is because her brother her twin brother died in paris about a year earlier she's in uh, paris to make contact with the brother she she shares the same heart condition that he dropped dead from and they both felt that they were med- spiritual mediums. So you have all this going on. So there's a lot. The, the, the one, if there had one issue with this, it's like, okay, she's in Paris. She's got twin brother. Twin brother's dead. They both had a heart condition. They both felt that they were, in life, they both felt that they were mediums. Convenient plop device now that this one brother is dead. So there's a little bit like, the lot, this begets that, begets this, begets that, to set up this narrative where it doesn't, it's not exactly like this natural uh, convergence of ideas. It's sort of just like, oh, very. <laughs> this is very convenient for this movie that all of these things happen to be the case. Um, but and I, but in a way, in a weird way, so I'm, that's a criticism I'm making right now. But in a weird way, I sort of liked that. Like it, it did seem stif- Like the 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 life seems stifled. And I think that was sort of like the point. Like in a, in, a, in a weird way that they because there's these other like like little threads throughout. Um, one of them, one of which is she discovers an artist, uh, I guess a real artist, uh, Hilma I'm looking at right now. Yes. Yeah, Swedish mystic. So this was a true, a real person. And she's, so she goes down these like threads where she's watching YouTube videos about this person who apparently made art from connecting with, uh, people from beyond the grave. I just got a text from my wife. says my daughter, she has a daughter, dentist, my daughter. These I, these dentists, they kind of make me mad because they they you, you feel like you have to go in, and they have to tell you something, and they're saying she's got some stain. What does that mean? Staining? They're asking for she to do a treatment before. No, I, I'm not saying no to the treatment. Hold on, I got, we got to talk. I'm talking about my do- I'm talking about four year old daughter teeth right now. This is very important. I have to do this while I'm recording a movie review podcast, but I got to talk about my daughter's teeth. Just telling her, I'm texting her. I say no to the treatment because she's four. She's like, they don't. I don't want. She's gonna be wearing like a what tooth mask? It's like everyone wants to. Everyone's perfect white teeth, and that's like, oh, it drives me nuts. And these dentists, like, you walk in, like everyone's everyone at the dentist's office is like these teeth, and you're like, 
Whoa, what, what, what weird world am I in? These pe- teeth don't look real. And granted, I've got shitty teeth, so it's me, maybe me projecting. My uh, maybe I should maybe I should find a better middle ground here as far as teeth go. Hey, welcome to Teeth Talk with me, Jeff. Uh, we are talking teeth today, as as we want as we want to do on Teeth Talk. And if you got any calls, dial us up. Uh, the number is uh, five five. <clears throat> Bottom line is Kristen Stewart. She's very Kristen Stewart in this. Which is to say, you'll either love that or you'll hate that. I'm more, I lean on the love side of that, uh, her acting style, if you want to call it a style. Um, you know, it's very much, uh, what is what is it about her? It's like sort of like this, like almost, it almost seems like depressed all the time. But it's a good character for her because the the movie is you know it's it's very it's she's dealing it's a it's a movie about mourning really is what it's about so it's framed with all these sort of psychological supernatural things and uh, at one point there's like a really like classic uh, modern horror classic modern doesn't really it's an oxymoron but like I just just uh, what I would assume a big picture blockbuster um, horror film might look like there's a, there's a scene with like special effects and there's a ghost and you're, and I'm like what movie is this? I like I just it was so I wasn't expecting it which was good because it's, it definitely uh, subverted my expectations for what might happen in this film uh, the look of that scene but then the film switched so there was this this scene where where a ghost um comes and 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 scares the shit out of Kristen Stewart and then there's this other sequence the second half of the movie which is really about this uh um, unknown entity you one one assumes at first is an unknown entity uh texting Kristen Stewart's character these very ominous texts and you're like is this a ghost? is she getting texted by a ghost is this a and so there's this very like this movie plays up the uh confu- confusion a lot you're not you're supposed to there's a, like i think there's a, like a meant to be several red herrings here and there's meant to be just keep the audience guessing as to what exactly it's in the place. Is this first ghost uh, related to the other things that, that, that go on that are supernatural and weird? Is that, or is this is, is that's just a separate ghost? I mean, there's all these like little questions that are sort of just like there and they, they kind of exist in the film and they're there. You can kind of pry at them, but they're not, I don't think trying to dissect them is really the point of, of the film or why it works or doesn't work. And so, and so it's, it's very, it's really good. Like it's, it's that to me, when I think about it now is sort of why I liked it as much as I did because it, it, it wasn't what I was expecting and I can't necessarily put my finger on what I was expecting. Uh, but it, it was, uh, it was, a, it was a very interesting film, a very well-made film, uh, an ending sequence, not just the very end, but the last 20 minutes from when you were, it's revealed who is the texter person. Or what that's all about to to a scene right after that. I don't I don't want to give any spoilers away because I feel like this movie is, is under the radar enough where this finding some of this stuff out for yourself is sort of the sort of the whole point. So it, it's not like I'm reviewing a, a main a, a main movie or a movie that's been out forever. So I'll, I'll leave the spoilers aside. But there's the last 20 minutes of the film, which are really and I and I I've, I've resisted the urge to Google like personal shopper explained because it's like. I mean, what am I going to hop on like the AV Club or some website or uh, Vulture or whatever, some media website? And they're going to be like an article about like top 10 reasons why a personal shopper plot really came together and why. I don't know. Some 
garbage like that. I'm sure I'm sure there's something like that that exists. But um, Personal Shopper is good. It's good. This other guy's movies, they're probably good too. I'm going to vouch for this guy even though I don't know. Lickety split about him. Uh, what else do I got here? So I'll be doing the Velvet Buzzsaw review, which I have a, I have a hot take on Velvet Buzzsaw, so you're going to want to uh, seek that out if you're uh, any, buzz, any Buzzsaw heads out there. Which is a wild movie on Netflix, and we'll talk all about it. I don't want to get into it now, but uh, what did I say? I gave this movie 8.028. I think that's about right. That puts it firmly above, um, well, not firmly, slightly above The Pit and slightly below The Beguiled. And that feels feels really, those are two movies where that The Beguiled and The Pit, 1981's The Pit and 2017's The Beguiled. This feels very at home in between those two films to me. It was very appropriate putting it right in there. Okay, uh, what else? That's all I got. I'm going to put this out right now. And again, I'm going to start recording these things fast and furious. I've been trying to watch a movie a day. So I'm going to maybe put some of these in the can and then spread them out. The David Lynch thing, still coming. The Yodorowsky films, we're going to be doing those one at a time in chronological order. So those reviews will come out one at, uh, one at a time. They won't be, I'll be watching other movies in between those because I, I think I've, you know, just to give my mind a little refresher, I can't just go every day in that guy's world. Um, so we got that coming out. Uh, and eventually we'll do, we'll do a whole countdown there. I'm playing with the idea of making the David Lynch episode a YouTube thing where I use shots from the movie. I don't know if I have time to assemble something like that. Uh, it's, I, I had some ideas for it last late last night. And um, I mean, I'm just tr- still, still working through those. Still working through those. Uh other other thing I'll plug today at uh, this end of this episode because it's coming out today as well is a weeklybooks.net. Go to weeklybooks.net. I've been writing a book and publishing a book on amazon.com uh every single day under the uh classic pseudonym of Vernon Howell. And uh yeah, the new one's out today is called Baby in a Pickle Jar. It's uh under 2,000 words, but spaced out over 70 pages of uh, 5.5 by 8.5 size paperback. Yeah, you can purchase it. It'll be up a little later. That's all I got for you today. The episode's over. Uh, Godspeed. God bless you. God bless you. God, God sneeze. Wait, no. Uh, God sneeze and God bless you. Yes, perfect.